What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 88. Today with my guest, Daryl Van Art from Austin, Texas. He is a solo artist with a new single out called River City Hippie, which came across my feed initially through a former guest of the show, Mr. Zach Black of Souls Extolled. But uh, anyway, Daryl says his music blends the genres of alternative, pop, and hip-hop. So if you like the song, definitely go check it out on Spotify. Or give him a follow on social media and all that stuff. Um, Hopefully, whether you're friends or fans of his, you enjoy the interview. We kind of just talked about uh, how he got to Austin from the East Coast and uh, some of the projects he's been involved with, including Souls Extolled, or at least he's friends with Zach anyway. And then he's also um, in the band Black Sheep Optimus who perform on his uh, solo music as well. But, uh, yeah, hopefully you yourself are doing all right out there, staying sane, staying healthy, all that stuff. If you're listening and releasing any new music yourself, feel free to send it my way. Uh, always looking for new episodes. But uh, regardless, thanks for supporting local music. Thanks for listening. We all definitely appreciate it. Feel free to drop a subscription or a comment on the podcast wherever you might be listening. And, uh, yeah, I guess in other news and notes, you might hear some drums faintly in the background because we're in the studio again recording for the Hollow Truths, as well as the Big Laird Band um, getting ready for a couple shows around town here in Maryland. Uh, at least that's what I'm doing. But, uh, yeah, hopefully you're getting ready for a good weekend yourself. And uh, without further ado here, we'll get to the interview with uh, Daryl Van Ar. Never stop and do the opposite Cause we rocking in The popping continent of ATX With the strangest reps So let's cut loose The weekend is irrelevant We taking breaks to celebrate Just for the hell of it The grass is greener here You tell just by the smell of it Keep it weird and proud Or fucking louder than an elephant Uh, yeah we about the good times Fucking with the homies Yeah we're soaking in the good vibes I take it that's a good sign People here to stay They only came for one night And I watch the skyline change My city stays the same How you doing, brother? Not too bad, man. Um, how's Austin currently? It's lovely. It's like in the like three months of the year where it's not too hot and not like super windy and rainy. So yeah, spend well, the day out writing, you know, in the park. Yeah, it's cool to talk to you. I mean, for that reason, uh, for sure. Um, if I didn't say off the bat, by the way, my name's Brett. Uh, Brett like far, Bueller like Ferris, whatever sticks. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I got some friends down there and, um, it's been cool to kind of occasionally talk to, uh, you know, fellow musicians and and people who are around town there. Um, I don't know if you've crossed paths with like Audic Empire or, um, Souls Extolled, 
But oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so me and Zach were actually in a band uh, throughout all of college. We're nice. really close. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, he's an he's interesting character. character for sure. He's quite uh, character. Uh, I think yeah. you know we. Uh, yeah, we basically were a band all four years of college together, a little bit after, and it was like this, uh, we called it psychedelic hip-hop, but I came in as a rapper, he came in yeah. as like, wanting that hard rock sound, and like, it, it turned out into this pretty cool compromise, but it was always a compromise, you know, and I think as soon as yeah. we both parted our ways and did like, you know, pursued our own visions, like, we both fully realized, you know what I mean, yeah. ourselves, um, but it was a great experience. Yeah, Yeah, it's cool when that happens, too. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, Austin's world-renowned for everything going on down there. But, I mean, I can only see uh, what I can see from, you know, first-hand experience of just hanging out. And, um, obviously, I need to get down there uh, sooner rather than later. But um, it's been, like, at least a year, I think, which is feels like a while. Would you have been out uh, here? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. little bit familiar with the lay of the land. Every time you go, it gets a little bit more hipsterfied, a little bit more built up. But uh, you know, definitely, uh, definitely a cool town. But yeah, definitely. I'm originally from New York, so like okay. my thing about that is it's always, you know, for the next ten years, it's still gonna feel like a small town to me. You know, and that's what I love because it's a perfect balance of like, yeah, small town vibe. See, you know, relatively speaking, but then also opportunity. You know, it is growing. It is like kind of being like a small fish in a small pond that's yeah. getting bigger. Grow with the sure. pond as opposed to being, you know, somewhere like Manhattan where you're just always going to be a small fish in a big pond. Like yeah. That. yeah, for sure. I mean, we can kind of get into your uh, musical odyssey if you want. I mean, um, from what I, I, I think I came across your stuff because Ronnie of uh, Audic Empire might have shared it. Or maybe it was Zach from Souls Extolled. It was one of the two. I think so. it was Zach. Um, um, so, yeah, it was cool. I uh, figured we'd get the, the backstory on, on the River City Hippie and, uh, yeah. and that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know where you want to start. If you want to start with the latest release or kind of start from what, what brought you down to oh, Texas in the yeah, first place. Um, hmm. yeah, I guess let's kind of like give the, the, the journey a little bit. Um, yeah. because even if ever say like it comes out, I don't know if you listen to the, I've released one other song so far under my solo project and that one, yeah. like it doesn't have in it. It's still, it was kind of like acoustic folky thing, um, mm-hmm. poppy folk thing, but, um, campfire, you know, I would say definitely different in style. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, that kind of relates back to my, musical journey of like basically as a kid just wrote lyrics but couldn't sing like since yep. like third grade just like love writing poetry and stuff but I couldn't sing so it's like well shit I'll be a rapper <laughs> you know yeah. that makes sense I could do that I played drums so like I had the rhythm thing um and then you know but then I I would always play with bands and so that naturally yeah. leads to them. They're all coming from a rock background. I come from a rap background, which is cool amalgamation. But, you know, you always end up wanting to sing more and more and more. Yeah. Um, had that project, that black, um, uh, Bad Rituals, um, gotcha. which is also kind of like very much like a rap thing and compromise. Uh, and so I, I came out to, to Austin to, to study at UT, but not music. Um, I knew I didn't want to make it my day job, really, but I knew I wanted to pursue it. 
and it's like around yeah. there's opportunity there um so that was perfect for me um and then like this is gonna sound weird but like maybe like two three years ago all of a sudden i could think like i always did it <laughs> i did it shamelessly but i wouldn't have said i was a singer and then something just kind of clicked and all of a sudden I, I felt really good about it people started feeling really good about it and so i started kind of moving away from the all rap thing like that all of a sudden became an option to me where i could not have to rap or maybe yeah. just sing the hooks but like actually just sing the whole song um yeah. and all of covid was this like journey of like sound discovery you know mm -hmm. trying to figure out what you want to sound how how you're going to put these lyrics into a piece of music and shit like with campfire i had like i had like a techno version of that song to like yeah. you know a classic yeah. rock kind of like i do all my own production so it's all just um mm. what do you want to make uh which yeah I, I found that kind of settled into that i think i found kind of like my sound um but like i guess production wise but like the uh I very much intend to kind of spread it around. Like, I don't think I'll be nailed too down in terms of like, oh yeah, that sounds like this particular style. Yeah, right? I mean, be like whatever music comes out. Yeah, no, it was cool. I mean, it's obviously crossing uh, genres up, you know, a little bit as the kids do now these days. But I mean, you know, you're you're coming from the East Coast, so it's uh, cool that you're blending, you know, the old environment with the new with the t the Texans. Um, and I know like. I mean, it seems like reggae is always getting bigger everywhere, too. So, you even have, like, a little bit of that feel in reggae. there, of course. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Definitely. So, I feel like you're fitting right in with at least the limited amount of yeah. stuff that I'm, I'm seeing coming out of it. Right. And, well, um... I'm actually curious to hear, like, when you... If you did listen to Campfire, like, was it not... That's something I've always been a little insecure about, maybe. Like, it would be, like, a jarringly different sound. No. Nah. Did you feel that way, or...? No, no. Cool. I mean the Good production, enough. yeah, production values were high, so you don't have to worry about that. Sometimes people send you stuff, and it's a little like, I don't know, raw, a little something missing. Right. So the production values right. are there, and then um, I mean it's obviously catchy. It's got little hooks in there. Um, you know, River City Hippie just stands out more as a title, obviously. Um, but I listened to both songs a couple times, and honestly, I would. I'd probably feel like Campfire is more my style if I'm listening to one, just personally. Right. Um, and is that because you're not a rap guy? Or... I don't know. like, it's the emotional love it? Um, I mean, <laughs> I think River City Hippie is just, <laughs> just kind of quirky. Like, I, I don't know. It's funny, but it's also right. like, I guess it's... Oh, yeah. I don't know. It stands I, I out more like, because it's more different. But then again... Um, the other one's probably closer to like sounding like stuff that I already listen to. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah, good to I take some leaps that I struggle. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, it's just good to take some leaps and try different stuff regardless. Cause you don't want to end up Definitely. sounding like everybody else anyway. Yeah. And like one of the ways of that is like my whole life, I was always drawn to these kind of like sentimental epic leaning lyrics like you know yeah. very i'm so it's easier to write sad lyrics than happy lyrics put it that way right and like growing yeah. up i listened to like eminem and a bunch of like gangster hip-hop and i wasn't a gangster so 
so like I still wanted to write like intense sounding music, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I, it never really felt genuine. I like I had the realization that like man, especially live, but like people want to feel good. People want to have a good yeah. time. So like even if you're gonna write something, you know, somber, put some energy behind it. And that was like the goal yeah. with Campfire. That was the goal with River City. wasn't somber at all. Um, and that was just like yeah. a, a literally a reflection of like, the neighborhood I lived yeah. in, and it was it was super yeah. cool. The, the song yeah. itself in like ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, that one's an instant classic, and it's always fun when you can put songs together that quickly. I did add it to um, a, right. couple, a couple of the playlists that I run for the podcast, so oh. hopefully uh, it'll fit right in there. And um, probably feature it on this episode, if that's cool. Absolutely. Um, um, curious, by the way, do you, do, um, do you release the video portion of the, of the, the interview? No, I, I mean, I usually don't unless people tell me beforehand that they want to. Um, maybe eventually right. I'll, I'll get to that point, but it's kind of a lot of extra effort on my end when most of the time people are just like, yeah, let's just do the audio and throw it out there. And Right. So I apologize if uh, you got dressed up there or you were... Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. This, I was wearing this all day. No, I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, you don't have to worry about any uh, any video surfacing from this, um, right. unless you want. So. No, not. I was just curious. It seems like a lot of podcasts like start to do that, you know. Yeah. I've never understood why you know, watch the podcast though. Like, go do other shit and listen to it. <laughs> I mean, it it's definitely something worth trying. Um, and I'm just not really at that official, I guess yet. Mostly this, like, I don't know if I said it before, but I'm around Baltimore on the East coast. And like, I don't know, I started it like a little bit out of boredom just to see if I could, right. you know, cause I know a lot of other people yeah. in bands and obviously want to help out my own, but you know, just meeting people. And next thing you know, you're like, well, why do I have to talk to people that are just down the street? I can go talk to somebody in Portland or somebody in Brazil or whatever. It's like, you know, you don't yeah. have to. And plus it's just exactly. cool. Uh, it gives hopefully, you know, your music and other people's music a little extra, you know, just something, um, get out there. Yeah. So and it hits that perfect of like where, because you're, you know, interviewees and your, your guests are, people always try to promote themselves, right? It becomes this two-way promotion thing, right? Yeah. Where, like, you know. Basically. Yeah. It's just fun. That's awesome. I've, yeah. Um, I, uh, I would actually highly recommend doing it if you have any interest in it. I mean, it can't hurt. It's the way I... If you ever want to do it yourself, I mean, I tell people it, it can't hurt, probably. Yeah. Uh, Exposure-wise. I could just have, like, a mic on me at all times because I'll just have yeah. really interesting conversations <laughs> that like, but I don't want to try to like recreate that in the studio because that's really hard. Same thing with music, honestly. I, right? uh, you have these like live spontaneous jams. I'm like, man, I wish that was recording. Yeah. Let's go to the studio and try that, and then it feels super forced. Like yeah. same true with conversation sometimes. You and Zach should start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it a bunch. We yeah. we used to clear the table. Like, we would just, you know, light up a joint in college, everybody's brown drinking, and, like, we'd look, we'd get into some, like, political debate or something like that, and next thing we'd look up, like, everybody had left. It had just been us <laughs> for the last, like, 30 minutes just hashing it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would have made a podcast. Yeah. 
No, that's cool, man. But, um, yeah. Did you play uh, music as well? Yeah, I kind of play um, original 90s sounding rock, you know. I was kind of maybe born a couple nice. years too late, probably, but uh, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> like I'm a guitar player uh, first and foremost, but my right. voice sounds kind of gravelly and kind of grungy, so I just kind of tend to yeah. roll roll with it, and that's just kind of how it ends up sounding. I feel like a lot of those sounds are coming back, um, like even in like the super poppy like trap stuff, right? You hear these like yeah. resurgences of pop sound of like, punk sounds. Yeah. Like the, you know, the Fallout Boyish Blink One Eighty Two like styles, like guitars making a resurgence, which I think is cool, right? Yeah. Like they really want to blend these analog sounds with the digital ones. Um, so it's definitely not. Definitely wouldn't say you're bored too late, you know. There's always yeah. a market for the any sound palette that that exists. Yeah, I figure it's just uh, persistence. You just keep doing it, you know, over a long enough Absolutely. timeline. Just uh, maybe something starts working, so I figure yeah. you're you're in the same boat. But I was gonna ask because you have um, two songs out currently on Spotify. Um, I kind of figured maybe you got something else uh, brewing, uh, getting ready. Maybe yeah, absolutely. So I've got um, two. I've got one song kind of like in the studio, ready to uh, basically that. It's called Moments. Uh, that I intend to be dropping soon, but um, I recently got a mix back, and I kind of want to go back in and redo some stuff because I think it has more potential than where it's at. But yeah. I'm actually also part of another uh, another project called Black Sheep Optimists, okay. um, which is primarily a hip hop oriented group, um, but still just you know not yeah. doesn't wouldn't fall on the line of contemporary hip hop. So very very pop oriented, um, or like someone described it as pop adjacent hip hop. Um, I originally came in there to sing the hooks for a buddy of mine who's a rapper, and then um, the former drummer for me and Zach's band, who also plays violin, bass, guitar, yeah. basically anything. It's all around. Aficionado. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so he's kind of our producer. We, we settled into this, you know, an original project thing after a little bit. Um, so that we've got quite a bit in the works. Uh, we've already released, like, an EP, a couple of singles, uh, a couple of music videos. Um, so, yeah, I know I didn't mention that to you beforehand, but that's also, like, well, probably uh, active. Yeah, I, uh, I found them on uh, on Instagram, so right I'll, be, I'll be checking them out a little bit more uh, moving forward, for sure. And that's, like, uh, that brings up kind of, like, this interesting, because I think, Part of the reason I really set out on my own is it's a bit of a control freak, right? Like you have this yeah. sound, and when you're working with a guitarist and a band member, everyone has their own dreams and their own vision, so you got to compromise that sound, that vision, which can be super cool and create something like totally new and unexpected. Yeah. But all the while, you still got that vision that you just want to let out. Um, so I really enjoy having like this two-pronged release for the arts, you know, on the one yeah. hand being the, you know, just everything I comes from me, which also gets stale in some ways because it's all coming from me, right? And you get really yeah. stuck in these holes. Um, and on the other hand, you're just like constantly inspired by these other three people and it is this constant yeah. like creative compromise, which is, you know, has its own benefits. Um, I, I, I know the struggle, 
But uh, yeah. I guess ultimately at the end of the day, there's uh, nothing better than sometimes just getting to sing your own words, you know, at least every once it, in a while. So. Well, that's like, so the words were the only thing I always had. Like, I've always been a lyricist first and foremost. Like, before I had yeah. rhythm, before I, uh, before I could produce anything myself, um, mm. the whole reason I learned, I picked up the ukulele, is because, like, I'm tired of relying on a guitarist to be able to sing my songs. Like, when I go around yeah. places, I want to be able to do this. Um, and so, but it was really like compromising on the tone, the vision, the, the painting as a whole, because yeah. as a rapper, kind of, you walk around with these different verses and you try them on for different beats. So it's never really like a cat. So I would be yeah. able to throw the lyrics over all these different genres and, and groups and formations and versions. But that was always the compromise, right? Like it wasn't what it was written to, what it was written about. Yeah. So being able to kind of fulfill that vision, that sound in your head. It's really gratifying, but hard because, you know, it's all got to come from one place. Yeah, for sure. And that's where you're saying, you know, on the flip side of working with a different band and different people, of course, you're going to get different energies and different ideas and visions and all that. So it's, uh, that can be a lot of fun too. And I, I definitely miss it. So I'm, I'm actually trying to do more of that myself, right. uh, collaboration wise. And one hey, thing man, I don't, I'm, uh, mess around with some remote work, like, yeah. Yeah, one thing I don't... Sorry. Go ahead. I just don't say it enough, I feel like, but, I mean, people now, it's so easy to, like, um, to collaborate with what you're probably about to say with just all the tech making it easy. Like, I can send people guitar solos and stuff now, like, within within an hour, and they can jazz it all up if they need to, but it's, like, pretty much good to go. Yeah. And that's, like, especially for, like, kind of, like, direct kind of like session work like there's all these times you're like oh i need a guitar solo here or like hey like yeah. i did this kind of boring mini part can you do a live kind of thing um but i also like i always talk about this but never really take the time as far but like i always want to do like a you know pass a song back and forth kind of thing like, yeah. like exploratory collaborations that don't necessarily have a concrete end goal in mind right mm-hmm. because you got to figure out your musical relationship with somebody before you can say okay we're going to yeah. write, you know? But, like, if, you know, you sent me a guitar riff and then I, like, threw a beat under it, maybe, like, a vocal melody, right? And then you come you pass it back yeah. and forth and stuff like that. I've always been curious to see what, what, where that would lead. Yeah, I've always felt pretty strongly that uh, somebody should have a very good idea of the direction of the song. And it percentage-wise, maybe it's, like, 60%, 70% uh, should be probably on one person and then the other person kind of like um just uh um makes it better basically somehow definitely just compliments it i i've I've arrived on the same conclusion just you know many like hey bro we should write together and they come over and we're both just like start with the blank slate like all right what do you want to do (laughs) like yeah um yeah the way the way i've always put that is very similar it's like you gotta have something concrete and finished to work on together, right? right. Yeah. Like the idea generation process is different from like the creative development process. And then the more I record music and the more people I talk to, I'm really learning. It's like, man, sometimes it's just that last ten percent, maybe ten to twenty percent of the song that make it something different or possibly special because it's like everybody can kind of get a pretty decent song together on their own but sometimes man like that extra ear that extra idea can just take 
Absolutely. you know, whatever part of the song needed to be boosted up or lifted a little bit, just, you know. Exactly. Um, so um, that could be crucial, too. Yeah. And that's one benefit of, like, living in, like, a, a place like Austin where, you know, there, I wouldn't say there's a ton of industry, but there's some infrastructure, at least, where there's, like, plenty of professional yeah. recording where, you know, I will go, I'll get my track to a compositionally 100%, but it's not yeah. mixed to any professional level. It's not mastered, right? And I can, there is that infrastructure here to go have that done, get that professional yeah. machine on your music. Um, I would still say Austin's very young in terms of industry beyond that. Like, there's really no labels here. There's not yeah. much investment or, or distribution. Um, but that's part of being in the growing pond, like I was saying earlier. Like, I think that yeah. a lot of people rise with the tides in a situation like that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I really do love coming down to Austin, man. There's always just, like, a new thing to check out, a new bar or a new whatever. Um, obviously, with the... Uh, the title of your song and stuff, it brings to mind places like uh, Hamilton Pool and, and all that out that, there. Um, I, we never did find any great um, DIY spots, I guess I would say. Like, those are a little bit more uh, sanctioned areas where it's like right. so a really, little harder. Like, you ever been to Barton Springs Pool? Yeah. Like that area? Yeah. So like right outside, you've got, I don't know, we call it Barking Springs Pool because that's where the dogs are a lot. But like, yeah. you know, the river flows into there and there it's all clean. But, the whole river beyond that is all DIY. Like, okay, yeah, a lot of tributaries to the main river that runs through Austin. I, I feel like, we, like little. We just normally get trapped in the bars. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I get, feel you. <laughs> it's a slippery slope there, I guess. But right. there's a lot of good music, you know. So, yeah. I really want to see yeah. Audic out in uh, Lake Travis. That's uh, definitely the next thing on the agenda there for me oh yeah i know they're playing out there like every weekend or whatever but i just I are they playing i feel like they're always playing remember? somewhere on lake travis i don't know the exact okay. name of the bar but nice. i think it's one of their like consistent spots that they play yeah, i've uh i guess the basis for my band in college was very good friends <laughs> with one of the main guys from Autic empire i wouldn't yeah. say no closer than that, but very yeah. aware of the thing and who they are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was fun talking to him on podcast. That's all I, I've uh, talked to him, but, you know, just talk about uh, weed and beer and wieners, basically. So. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> very uh, eloquent conversation, I think, overall. That's what the people want, you know? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We did theirs live, though. That, that was funny, because they actually had, like, a, a fan group, I guess, like, or a fan page, rather, online, so sometimes that's kind of fun, if if a band right. is big, eno big enough to that point where, like, people might right. actually tune in or whatever to the to the live feed, so. I, like, I have never seen a live stream that didn't make me cringe. A little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's always, like... I guess my question is, what's the benefit? Like, I've seen very, uh, granted, I've seen a few where they really utilize the fact that it's live and kind of engage with their viewers as it comes. Yeah. But most of the time, I feel like that could have been recorded and slightly edited and been such a better experience for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I obviously haven't seen your episode. You know, I'm just talking yeah. in general. Like, a lot of people are trying to do these live streams as promotion methods, 
and it's like this awkward 30 minutes of setup initially where you're like you're not supposed to be watching yet but people are oh you know yeah. I mean honestly I feel like the comment section is the reason it's entertaining that's the uh, <laughs> it's the main draw if you get enough people in there then it's just uh, everybody can I don't know yeah, shout it up shout just up get, get it after it I don't know make fun of the Real band or make fun of each other like that's where it starts getting kind of fun were you all engaging with the commenters in the audience like while you were doing the podcast or oh yeah that kind of while you had your conversation oh yeah i mean everybody was chiming in and trying to ask you know random different shit sometimes it was like personal and i'm like don't know if this is gonna fly but uh here we go (laughs) like still gonna ask it yep so that's fun um well yeah fun to do at the point in the future maybe yeah, I mean, at this point with, again, the different forms of media, it's just like, might as well try stuff, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know, see what works. I, I think that every artist or band or whatever can kind of zero in on what might work for them better than uh, some others. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a hard thing to balance between like specializing in one platform versus just trying to hit them all, you know? Because it's hard yeah. to say like, oh, like, we're a, just a music band, right? Like, we don't need video or like, we're just going to be on YouTube. Like, I think very few people could have predicted TikTok, but that is clearly like a platform yeah. very much geared towards music. Um, so at least the way I see it, just trying to get a little bit on everywhere yeah. is, is a pretty bad. Um, I think it's also like, just like, go ahead, go ahead. whatever works for your personality too. I guess that's I, true. You know, I was thinking, like, not everybody should probably live stream themselves. Because not everybody's, like, I don't know, perky and entertaining. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like some, some people are just kind of a little bit more low-key and, you know, it is what it is. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, definitely play to your strengths. Um, um, but I also think that play to your strengths, but not necessarily your tastes. Because I found that, one, I'm a terrible music consumer and, like, I am not the representation of, like, who I'm appealing to as the audience. But also, yeah. like, for me, I just do not understand things like Twitch, where people are, like, watching other people play video games. Like, I love playing yeah. video games. <laughs> I don't want to watch you play video games. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a wildly popular thing. And so something like video for a podcast to me is something very similar, right? Like, it doesn't need to be video, yeah. right? But the people want something to put their eyes on. People like that kind of, like, personality yeah. behind it. Like... That's why I kind of see, like, even though that I don't see the value in that, clearly people do, right? So it's yeah. definitely something to try. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to be kind of steering my way that way eventually. Um, kind of approaching, like, 100 episodes here, so it's kind of getting nice. to be well, that. How long ago did you start it? Uh, March of 2020, so, like, a year and a half, maybe. So it's like, so. start of COVID, basically. Pretty much, and it wasn't even timed that way on purpose. It was just like, you, let's just uh, try right. this out, and it turned out to be, you know, decent timing for that, for sure. So, so the idea had been brewing previous yeah. to that. That's yeah, cool. there's a there's another reggae band um, in this area called Ballyhoo, which I think they make it out to Austin every once in a while. But um, they uh, they definitely inspired me to do it because they're just like. Just start one. Like, fuck it. Yeah. You know, what's the worst that can happen? Just try to pump up other people's stuff, and then maybe somebody exactly. will care about yours, too. Like, whatever. Just yeah. 
try stuff, you know? Definitely. No, it's cool. I mean, it's the kind of like uh, nothing to lose kind of venture, right? Because like, it's the yeah, worst I mean, case, you meet interesting people, you do this thing. Like, you're getting, we're both getting something out of this conversation, even if nobody listens to the episode. Yeah. Plus, you just meet. I mean, that's the that's the main thing. You just meet cool people usually, and it's like next thing you know, you got a little couple more friends, you know, than you had before, which is always nice. You're about to have connections in every city. Like, give it a year, you can go to any city, be like, "Hey, homie, what's up?" (laughs) I mean, it's kind of looking that way, which is which is pretty cool. Um, Definitely. Fortunately, there hasn't been too much controversy uh, so far. Only. get clicks bro i don't know you should consider it (laughs) i mean it's uh only by band request that i take them down basically so if if somebody comes back later and is like well you got to take this down i'm like all right but that's usually my philosophy Uh that i tell them like hey it's uh probably getting more streams so you sure like (laughs) you know um no there was one time we did a quarter podcast uh college and uh i ended up having to ask the guy like hey man can you just cut out this one section because yeah. our, our drummer's sure and i don't know if he'd appreciate that those <laughs> particular words being associated with him <laughs> like yeah and he fortunately which is cool um yeah i mean you know I've- i'm certainly happy to uh you know, edit out a few expletives here and there, but uh, you know, I generally, yeah, generally just let it fly. You know, <laughs> so. Um, but that's a whole different different rabbit hole. We probably don't need to go down necessarily. <laughs> For sure, but no, people want to experience people. You know, like you could tell when yeah. something's edited too cleanly, or yeah. you know, sanitized. Biggest problem I have probably is just getting too drunk sometimes. Especially if they're like in person, then it yeah. it can be it can be kind of tough because you start I don't know getting some beers or getting some whiskey. The next thing you know, it's like two hours later, the mics are still on. It's also like a conversation <laughs> flowing, you know. I mean, as long as you're not slurring your words too much for the people to understand yeah. it. <laughs> Except if you're trying to explain like problems and like particle physics and sounding like some really bad episode of like Rick and Morty, and you're just like, oh, this is this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what we. How we got on this? Well, that's the editing software for you. You just hit, put that part like two x speed. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. No, for sure. But, but yeah, dude, you got any uh, shows coming up or anything like that? You feel like uh, you might want to mention while we're, uh, you know, doing this thing. Uh, so, uh, Black Sheep Optimist is releasing our single tomorrow, pretty soon. Cool. Uh, just finished cover art about that. It's a nice, groovy, somber tune. Uh, but kind of uplifting. We kind of had a straight a string of more somber songs. You know, we're called Black Sheep Optimist, but got to yeah. ride the feelings, you know. And so we're, we're uh, you know turning around back out there. Um, and I'm working on solo wise, just trying to get out there in the live scene. So I, I will have yeah. some shows coming up shortly. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's been a blast yeah. talking to you, man. Get you reaching out. Um, yeah. Um, is there anybody in particular who you think might listen, might get a kick out of this, if uh, we were to, you know, give them a little shout out here? Shit. I don't know. I mean, all the, all the homies, you know, Skyline, um, Crew, um, <laughs> Optimus, 
Yeah. What's up, Ma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never never know who's gonna be spying on these things. But but yeah, um I'll definitely get it edited and get this thing out and for sure feel free to just uh hit me up anytime you got new music coming out. Um always happy okay, yeah, to just hop on a call and uh you know, talk about it and get it out in the airwaves, you know. Definitely, man. I appreciate you. So we'll get the uh, the River City hippie out there, man. <laughs> slowly, slowly but surely. That's right. We'll figure out what's uh what's what's up what's next after that. And uh, yeah, hey, definitely hit me up. If you uh, release any music anytime soon as well. I'd love to check it out. Yeah, I'll send you something. Um, and if I'm ever uh, back down there in time or in town anytime soon, definitely uh, hit you up. Yeah, my uh, number. Maybe we'll we'll get out in the river there. Bring Zach along. That's right. <laughs> yeah I'll, so I'll show you the other side of Austin <laughs> yeah exactly alright dude well have a good night right, and I'll let you know yep. when this thing is uh, ready to fly sounds good looking forward to it alright dude Bye. so yeah if you made it this far uh, I want to thank Daryl for coming on talking about his stuff the song you're hearing in the background is called River City Hippie definitely go buy it or check it out on Spotify if you like it and, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll get down there to Austin soon and see a show. So, anyway, have a good week.
of the river, city, lands.